You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. You know, there are certain types of directors, right, that you know pretty much after seeing one film by them, whether or not you want to watch everything that they do or if you're like, yeah, I'm done. Uh, Quentin Dupieux. Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. No, Quentin Dupieux is one of those guys, the French director. He's an absurdist comedian that often touches on other genres. I mean, in fact, all his films are kind of genre adjacent at least, but they're so yeah. freaking weird, mm-hmm. all of them. Uh, Rubber is probably his best known one to American audiences because when it first came out, what a weird idea. It's a sentient t- tire, like a tire from a car that murders people. Yeah. Okay. That's, it sounded like, you know, one of those. Like like the 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 bed that eats people or something, but it's not. It's not no. like trying to be like it's playing in the horror genre, but it's not really a horror movie. It's and it's a comedy. It's an absurdist comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like watching a Tim and Eric like bit, yeah. but taken to the nth degree. Yeah, I went with Python because I feel like like Tim and Eric goes for a little more of a public TV feel to it. You know, <laughs> well, it depends on what if you watch like their bedtime story stuff, like uh, the, when they did their like twilight zone show for a minute like that's where it's like holy fuck because uh, they've worked with him they were because uh, okay. eric Wareheim was in wrong cops oh i didn't realize that yeah yeah um and i've seen all but i think the second film by this director i think it was called nowhere mainly i didn't see it because a lot of people said yeah it's not that good but i've watched everything else and anytime a new film comes by him out by him i for me it's a cause for celebration like deer skin which he, which he did with the much beloved actor jean dujardin who won an mm. oscar for the, his film uh the artist uh the, the oh, right. black and white silent film yeah yeah unbelievably won best picture you know yeah i mean it's a great movie but who would have thought a silent film would win best picture these days eh? uh he stars in deerskin and it's just wonderful but when i saw oh of course there's a new quentin uh depew film playing at fantastic fest he's one of those guys like takashi mika mike or sion sona who puts out like two movies a year right exactly you know and he does release a lot of stuff he does yeah it's kind of it feels daunting to go back and actually because i haven't seen all i've seen rubber mm-hmm. i don't think i've seen most of the other stuff i think of like dabbled in like wrong cops or something like that to loan you what i have at some point because they're all worth seeing at least if you're the person who has this type of sense of humor and it appeared by you sitting with me watching smoking causes coughing the one they chose to play here even though we had two out at the same time they had to pick one they picked this one i get it uh especially this year because they were playing showing shin ultraman oh yeah and i was like all right so this starts off with a sort of like bunch of power ranger looking guys fighting a dude in what, a rubber what they suit T- tobacco uh, tobacco force or t- something tobacco like that. power force or something yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah tobacco force tobacco force well like each one sends out one of the dangerous chemicals from t- tobacco nicotine menthol yeah yeah methanol mercury ammonia <laughs> and they're all like all types they're not like 
the Power Rangers where they're all young kids. So there's like some of them are younger, but there's like an old dude and stuff. Yeah, and it's like maybe his fifties or something yeah, like that. And yeah. He's like, oh no. But like we, the beginning of it is like this family driving along, and they like the kids has to take a pee, and he goes, "Hey, look down there at the cliff! Oh my god, it's the nicotine force! They're just fighting this uh, tobacco. Force. Sorry, tobacco force, and they're just fighting this silly guy in a gamma. It's like a t- t- turtle monster. Yeah. Co- it's like from uh, the Secret of Ooze or something. Right. I was and like, then what when the they fuck? kill it, it just explodes explodes into gore like so much so that you know the equivalent of like 20 stories up where they're looking down on him right. they're covered with gore yeah the family <laughs> even the the mom who's in the car and still it's just covered just like, with gore. yeah <laughs> like okay this is gonna be this kind of movie is it uh-huh. but it's not horror film at all no 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 no, no. it's really strange um right they get a call from their boss who looks like <laughs> A diseased version of Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, so he's like a a, a rat person. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a puppet that's right. constantly drooling green, green goo. goo. And for some reason, every woman is totally hot for him. Like, yeah. He, there's, the there's, there's two ladies on the team and they're just like, they're both like, uh, anytime they have to make a call to him, it's like, hello, my love. And uh, they're like, hey, how's it going? Uh, it's like, what are you doing right now? It's like, I'm working and trying to save the world. It's like, but honey tits, I love you. And he's like, what the fuck? And uh, he, he, he's like, all right, so uh, you guys need a break because you're having trouble with the team as cohesion. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to bus you, get in the bus, and we're going to take you out to this place where we got like a little underground area for y'all to sleep and like eat and stuff in that has a refrigerator that just opens into a grocery store with a woman who's just always there going what can i get for you uh you know it's so weird and uh, you know it's just by a lake so they're just chilling out and talking around a campfire and then the movie takes the weirdest turn and that it turns into sort of an anthology yeah where it's like all the characters are just telling each other stories like are scary stories scary stories but they're not really i mean they're gross stories right uh, yeah. i think it's funny because they're almost like existential horror stories right. because they're still in the same style and or comedic style as the the rest of the film it's just like now they're gonna have these characters like the the older guys is like let me tell you the scariest story in the world it's about two couples that go to an airbnb together for a vacay and then it, it still goes a very absurd route but it's like that's not scary it's just more about him like oh man getting old crazy right <laughs> and you're like wait what <laughs> My favorite being there's like a point you just randomly catches this giant barracuda, which is a fake rubber looking thing in the lake. Yeah. And he's like grilling it and it's been grilling for a while. And like suddenly the barracuda goes, I'll tell you a story of horror. <laughs> Let like, me what? tell you the story of the, the scariest story of the other here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and they're all like, do you tell. And, uh, and here's the thing. Does this have a point? I doubt it. But. It doesn't matter. The point is to be kind of really funny and amusing for people who this is the sort of thing that tickles their funny bone. Yeah. I, I mean, the more I thought about it, the more the less I be- thought that there was any point whatsoever. I think it was more about... I uh, mean, it's not anti-smoking. <laughs> no, no. That's the biggest thing. It's like, well, maybe. It's like, be okay with the decisions that you make. And because a lot of the stories end up becoming about regret of the situation that you're in, like you've wasted your life. Yeah. And so it definitely like with the couple's story. Yeah. It's just taken to a, like a ridiculous degree. Uh, but I think that's what the point was is that because even at the end, what they're trying to do and it never d- happens. Yeah. So you have to be, you have to confront, uh, and the consequences of your actions and deal with it. I don't know, man. I think that might be reaching, but okay. I, hey, I think Quentin Dupuy would be like, 
he got it. Finally, someone. <laughs> Finally, someone understands. I can stop making movies now. He's like, but isn't that just like life? <laughs> uh, I I really did love it. And I, because I remember watching Rubber, I was like, all right. And uh, yeah, I think all his films after Rubber, generally speaking, are better than Rubber. And I like Rubber. but I like it, I but it's, it, it's like, not like a movie I would want to go back to see. This, I could. Yeah. Because it was it was funny enough, it was engaging enough, and granted, it was ridiculous and absurd at times, but it was just a really great balance of all of it, uh-huh. and uh, and it just it worked really well. Because also, everyone in it is great, yeah, and it's very engaging. It, it moves extremely quickly. There's no slow points in this film. No, no. It just goes from one what the fuck thing to the next uh you can understand the plot progression it's not like so abstract that you're like i don't even know what's happening you understand it it's just not in the real world on any level you know right. we're, we're basically watching you know aging power rangers having to just really bond and then also comment about like did i waste my life <laughs> and uh and it's it's the weirdest thing in the world. I was just thinking that same thing while we were recording this review. <laughs> <laughs> also, big props a little, uh, all like the puppetry stuff that he does. Yeah. And there's also a little fun robot that yeah. did it too. Uh, I forget what it's called. Yeah, uh, they, they hate that fucking robot. Yeah, dude. they hate it because it can't even do math. It's like, what's a million plus a million? And it's like, calculating <laughs> calculating five minutes later it's like two million yeah it's like the robot's stupid and he's useless and uh yeah there's a point they're like the robot is the only thing that can save us and like it's i don't want to say what it is but there's like a big thing like okay okay we'll, we'll, we'll told you to do this oh god this is a big deal and then like it starts like saying like repeating the instruction doing this now doing this now and then it's like nighttime and yeah just sitting there and it's still going doing this now processing <laughs> uh it's it's great. I, uh, I laughed really hard through this whole movie. Oh, it's yeah. One of his more overtly funny ones since Keep an Eye Out. Um, I really, if you, if you like that or you like, you've enjoyed his stuff, this is another must see by him. I really hope I get a chance to see his other one that's out right now doing the rounds at festivals. Incredible, but true. Oh, um, yeah. But shit. I, they could only get one, I guess. So, oh, damn. It was a shame. I would have definitely gone to see the other one as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 